Bar Media. You are listening to an episode of The Local, a show about all things local, hosted by Charlene Comerford and Justin April. <laughs> the first one. <laughs> all right, here we go. That's are we it. ready? Are we ready? <laughs> oh my God, can you even read my chicken scratch over there? Good luck with that. Oh yeah, you're good. Oh, bummer. Got that kid in the studio. Yes, finally, an audience. An audience. Give us a round of applause, buddy. Yay! He's like, I will not. I will not. I'm playing. I'm playing. Mario. Mario. He's playing Mario. He's a good man. All right, it's podcast number 56. I am Charlene. What's up? I am Justin. How's it going? Tim. Tim's here. Tim's here, the occasional guest. Yeah. And we're talking with Megan Coakley and Katie Urson. Got it right. Yes. And what is your son's name? Corbin. Corbin. Cor- Corbin is here as our. Corbin part is the of official our, peanut gallery. Yes. As and usual. Justin's over here doing something. Yeah. Is he adjusting? Hot mic. Hot, hot, hot mic. Hot mic. Hot. Gotta keep it casual. want to climb all in it. How, uh, how is everybody today? We didn't do a podcast last week. How are you? No. You went PRJ? How good? Huh? PRJ went well? Yeah. It went really. It was amazing. I'm sorry. I'm not used to little babies anymore. <laughs> My kids are like in college. I'm like, what? Yeah, your, your baby was around the yard with shotguns blowing snakes away. Yeah, we did no have kidding. that situation today. We had, we had uh, a snake emergency today. No, I uh, went to the PRJ, um, what was it, studio to stage. Mm-hmm. It was phenomenal. It was where all the dancers from, the all of the professional dancers, um, which is, it, it's extraordinary for that particular dance studio because they have... Um, professional dancers that do their own thing so it's not just teaching kids and doing recitals and you know so it's when they put on a show it's I explained it to Jake the best way I knew how is like, if you like art, if you like going and looking at art like on the wall it's like all the instructors doing their own thing yeah it's like watching art in motion it's just it's incredible it's and uh, so each of the um, different adult members of the cast they did their own they choreographed their own bit and it was it was cool. really good it was really really good so anytime there's a PRJ show you guys have got to go oh yeah absolutely that? it was at um at the PRJ Patty, studio yeah the black black Patty theater Rutland or whatever for those black box theater that up. yeah it's on yeah. it's on main street so it's Patty Rutland Jazz and oh, okay. uh yeah it's, it's phenomenal it, it's it's just pure art. Like my daughter did dance, and that was great, and it was fun, and it was at the you know bigger dance studio in town. But it was recital. It was ballet and tap, and they got their little costumes and they did their yeah, little thing. And it, like you know, you've watched it every day in rehearsal, and like just by like the time rehearsal came around, this is yeah, just you've already seen it a dozen times. Art. Yeah. I mean, and just the the and because that's what they do for a living, so they're so used to it, and they're so comfortable doing it. Like they just. That's cool stuff. Yeah, it just looks super natural. One scene, one of the dancers, Lance, literally climbed the wall like Spider-Man, like walked up it and walked down. It was, it was, that's how athletic, they're so physically. Parkour. It's, parkour, baby. It was pretty. <laughs> parkour. Yeah. <laughs> Rolling across the desk. It was pretty amazing. So. Justin has nothing to report other than. Uh, 
I got birds in the house. Yeah, what birds happened? In his house. I had my wife let a bird in the house. The girls here are like, she what in, is happening? She invited a bird into the house, evidently. No, I was in a Foster Fest meeting earlier in the day. She called me back to back, which is she knows is not my favorite thing that happens. And so I immediately knew that it was something had gone wrong. And that something was that there was a bird in my <laughs> dining room just partying. Um, but yeah. so it was either the rapture or a bird in your dining room. You never know, man. It's never dull in my house. Intruder, rapture, or bird. Yeah, like somebody robbing you. Like basically, there's a bird in here. <laughs> what do we, we had an animals situation. Yeah, we had a giant snake in our backyard that my son had to execute with a shotgun. Was, was that today too? That was today. Yeah, that was. Yeah. Today. Didn't we talk about this three weeks ago? How Mother Nature was going to start taking over? Yeah, we did literally talk about this a few yeah. weeks ago. He killed it with a shotgun. He killed it with a shotgun. <laughs> He asked me, Dad, what should I do? I'm like, what kind of thing is that? I don't know. Kill it. I would try. <laughs> Murder that thing where it sits. Well, no, I mean, I, like I said, I, I don't have a problem with snakes as long as they're out in snake land, but when yeah. you got dogs and poisonous yeah. snakes don't mix, it's a super expensive Take the problem. dog. Yeah, you don't need to be out in the yard fending for your life. There's right. no reason. Exactly. No. I, I don't want to be by my pool drinking beer. Bending yeah. off poisonous reptiles. Yeah. That kind of sounds like Alabama. Like my version, like my vision of Alabama before I got here is just that. It's, yes. Well, it's wild it west. is. It is. 100%. And I think you were right. You're not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. It's just that so far we've been lucky. We've had five four situations. Five. Yeah, four, five, I don't five. leave the concrete. Like, but y'all also don't I'm live not a in country the city girl. limits. Like, not, I don't I don't It's not like you're like that. in the middle of downtown and no, there's a war or something crazy. Somewhat of the hinterlands. Yeah. <laughs> you're in the yeah. foothills. <laughs> you're the hill people. Yeah. Well, Tim is. We'll say that Tim is. Um, all right. So Megan and Katie are here. And so you guys are here. And Justin said, hey, listen, do some research. Pull up Team WRI. R-W-B. It's, R-W-B. it's typed out too. Like she's I know. reading it I'm right now. I'm literally looking at it, it with my eyeballs right now. Red, white, and blue. And uh, come up with some questions, which I did. So I went to Fatbacks. And then did all this research. And then <laughs> I realized, oh, that's part of it. Yeah. It's not the entire They're story. also here to talk about A is for Activists, which I don't know anything about. You said it was a children's book, but we're going to get to that. So we will ease our way on down the road. So... Team RWB, Red, White, and Blue. Explain what it is, how you got involved with it. Explain. Team, okay, one, you guys say one, two, three, go. On three or after no, we'll three? What are you more comfortable with? Starting pistol. Yeah. And we already talked about this before the show, and she has got this together. Yeah, knows, I know. I don't know. I just tough questions. I no got it. She knows her business. So Team Red, White, and Blue is a nonprofit veterans organization, and our mission is to enrich veterans' lives through physical and social activity. So basically, we've built a community here at Fort Rucker and Enterprise like within, our, within itself. Why are you leaving um, nothing out? Do what? You leaving Dothan out? It's so far away. Hey, I did. We did run as one in Dothan. It's not. I deliver papers all over this place. It's not that many miles. I know, but people think it. Like they think know, Enterprise is on the other side of the planet. Do you go to Enterprise? Yeah, dude. We wild. I didn't know you guys had local. papers in Enterprise. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere about Ozark. I'm shunning Ozark. They're the bastard guys. So you guys get together and you do social so, and, ac- and athletic activities. Yes, we have. Like our physical activities that happen every week, um, they're free for all of our members. That includes things like CrossFit. I have 
CrossFit FXT, they host a free class for our members, just our members. So it's not anyone like getting crazy in there. I mean, if you wanted to get crazy. Um, what exactly is, wait, don't answer Tim. What is CrossFit crazy? For those of you that uh, don't know, my husband is CrossFit crazy town. <laughs> so I would just really like to know Katie's description. At, you're not allowed to talk right now. Katie, what is your description of Tim's CrossFit so crazy? Okay, so CrossFit is like... You'll really, notice that he's dressed right out of the gym. It's super intimidating. And like, if you're in there CrossFit crazy, like throwing weights and like grunting and stuff. Huh. Tim? <laughs> Tim, you ever... Is that CrossFit crazy? Have you ever grunted I feel like that's CrossFit tame. I don't recall. Yes. Completing <laughs> the fifth. He's over here with an iced up cankle right now. I you don't recall. About? They basically created a group that you can't yeah. be a part of. You They're could bumped. you could go I'm if you wanted veteran. to go. No, you can anybody can join. It's not just for veterans. Like our civilians are just as important as our veterans because right, it's like bridging the gap. Okay, so how did you get involved? In this group, uh, my old across the street neighbor invited me to go play volleyball, and now we go play volleyball Was like a hundred hours a week. Does that mean he doesn't live? They don't live there anymore. Or? I, we moved around the corner. Okay, I so didn't know if it was live- just like an old dude or old lady. Like you should come to our volleyball She's match pretty tomorrow. Young. Oh yeah, no, that'd be like badminton maybe. That'd be the, I mean, or I go pickleball. That. That's the new thing. What, what is that? that? They have it at Enterprise Parks and Recreation. They do. Have you played it? No. My mom plays it. My friend's trying to get me. She works there, and she's trying to get me to go. I think it's like old school badminton, but the ball's different. It's like three different things, like ping pong, badminton, and something else like mixed together. That sounds like a trap. So I've heard. Yeah. In case you're not good at any one of those. <laughs> <laughs> this might not be for you. Okay, so, so you got invited to play volleyball. And then, who was in this group? Did you play on post, off post? We play volleyball on post because that's like the only place we can play. Um, we've been doing that for like three years. Like my husband was there tonight playing volleyball. Okay, um, that's kind of our Do you thing. Like that scene and in then Top Gun, where you just I started running with some of the runners in the group. Hash runners. I don't hash, but let me you tell should. you, that no, I'm afraid of them. Why? <laughs> because they're scary. Because they, they. It is kind of cultish. Yeah. To an extent, but I kind of like it. Are these the same hashers that go down the river? The Harriers? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Doug is always trying to get everyone to do it. No one needs that in their life. It's bonkers. It is a super fun. If, you, actually, if you don't know what hash running is, I used to is, actually hang out with them, and I do have a, a hash name and a Do you necklace. really? Yes. That's a <laughs> shame. Is it really like that? It's pretty involved. It's like wow. church camp. It you seems like, like church camp like with beer. Do you have an initiation? Yes. Yeah. What, they give you some all, example. It's, it's basically uh, how to run a 5K through ridiculous circumstances with a ridiculous amount of alcohol and a ridiculous amount of rules that you cannot keep up with. So yeah. everything is a drinking violation. Like, which means you drink. If more. you don't hop on one leg during one stretch, you it's, know, like you have to drink. It, it's basically a running drinking game. You can't do the prayer with your hat on or that some, if you're some not craziness. a super hasher, you're gonna lose, lose, lose yeah. because there's. See, I felt like, like I was literally winning, winning, winning. they run around. <laughs> the ones that have been in it forever have like rule books. That like are on their necklaces. Like you have to do all these certain things at different stops. I mean, it's super fun. Don't get me wrong. Like it's a great excuse to go drink. Why not be outside? Why not run? Why not meet new people? Nats, mosquitoes, cockroaches, snakes. That's why you run. Some of that stuff is at night. It's a lot. (laughs) But um, it's it's super fun. It's super fun. So I need to know more about this. So my research when I was reading it online, the team RWB. Um, Tim and I are retired military. 
So Tim, Tim, was in, Tim and I. What, what was your was rank? Retired. <laughs> <laughs> My rank was zero. My hey, rank no, is no, I lived no, in the no, same the house. Play a big part. <laughs> I'm just giving her a hard time. It's a no. tough game. I did sound like that totally pretentious yeah. wife that yeah. was like, no, I'm Tim and I are both. the colonel and so am I. Yeah. I'm not. Uh, and nor was he. But anyway. <laughs> um, um, no, but I'm curious about this group because it, it, it only it's only been around for six years, right? Yes. So this is before our time. Yes. And I'm asking for a specific reason because it was, when I was reading uh, online about the group, basically I was thinking, is this for wounded warriors? Is it for... So I was trying to dig and find out what is that exactly is it for? So it's for I guess everybody technically, but our mission for everybody is the veterans. And like we're not wounded warriors, we're not gonna help you through like we don't have the resources to help you through a trauma or an injury. We can tell you where to go to do that, but our mission is exactly what I've been saying, like social and physical engagement with veterans. With veterans or veterans and civilians to bridge the gap? Because that's the most of what I read. Yeah, it's everybody. But do you have, have a lot of civilians? We have that? a lot of... And we have we have a lot of spouses, but a lot of the spouses are veterans also. So it's kind Unlike of... Yourself. Hmm? Unlike yourself. Oh, I was 100% civilian the entire time. <laughs> no, Don't it's... get me wrong. Even when we were active duty, I was 100% civilian. <laughs> Do you want to come to this coffee, Charlene? Absolutely not. No. Right. I don't. I'm going to find some weird reason yeah. not to go. Yeah. Really? How many members? Uh, in our chapter at Fort Rucker, on our Facebook page, we have like 1,300 people. Wow. And registered online. You have to register online at teamrwb.org to become an official member. And you, if you're a veteran, you qualify for a free shirt. You have to pay shipping. Anyway, on there, I think we're in the 900s. That's not so is bad. It just to, That's awesome. Like, is it just... Because I thought MWR, Morale, Welfare, and Recreation... They are a thing that exists. <laughs> I got No, I totally understand. I understand. Is that kind of like the Army Flyer? <laughs> it's, it's just kind of a thing that's it, there it is, because it's it is a been thing there forever. And it's a thing that's there. It's not very... I got you. But RWB is super involved. Like, you guys are doing stuff all the time. Every week. Yes. We have, I read yeah. y'all guys, you guys, y'all guys, man, my dad is going to punch me square <laughs> in the, my Yankee face. Y'all guys. Y'all dudes was out yonder at the thing. <laughs> Um, I ran into you guys at Forever Wild. You were doing a 5K or some sort of fun run scenario. And I was like, what? What in the world? And somebody just ran up to me. and was like, here's a card. I was like, yeah, that was Doug. These dudes are so amped on everything that they're doing. It's it's rare to run into a group of people that are on the same page, all trying to work towards the same goals and cool. aren't just pretentious assholes. Like, so you are cool with anybody really being a member of the club? Yes. And you they don't have to have. Yeah, you don't have to. There's no <laughs> qualifications. Right. You just That's have sort of to. for itself. Basically, just join the page and show up to things. Yeah, can you fog up this mirror <laughs> and be nice? And you can yeah. come hang out. That's awesome. How much is membership? There's no cost, everything's free. Even for civilians. How do you guys Even raise funds? Uh, I I mean, we have events where we might have like the one you saw was mm-hmm. run as one. We sold T-shirts, oh, not like cool. we, but like the national organization sure. sold shirts, and then we have. Um, sponsors like Nike and Go Ruck and the Marriott and all kinds of people who partner with That's Team awesome. RWB. So, but isn't isn't it to like bridge the gap between 
the veterans and the community to ease the transition from active duty life into retired civilian life? Or let's be honest, it's just about getting together and having a great time. Both of those things. I am passionate about it because of the second thing. Um, it's been like it's been a community like these people are my family I'm not around my family anymore and these people have become my family we do Easter together like we do all the holidays together Um, every time you go to an event somewhere if you see somebody in a RWB shirt it's like you're instantly friends Um, but I didn't when I was getting out of the military I had a bad bad time and I didn't have that kind of like camaraderie and community around me and I feel like if I would have had these people then it would have been like everything just would have been so much different and better and easier and that's what I want to provide for people who might be having trouble or getting out and they don't like don't know what to do next or don't know how to handle it like I didn't Mm -hmm. Um, and just be that community for these people so being that it's a national thing is it six years been going on nationally or six years in our area six years nationally four years at Fort Rucker as of like two months ago that's cool well with it being a national thing like I would assume that people get acclimated to what it is and so they kind of look for that when they show up in a new area and they're like well, I want to get involved I don't want to come here and be blindly yeah just wandering I, around and eating garbage I just food met or- a guy on Saturday at the Bull Weevil 100 who was here visiting or he's here doing school from Fort Carson mm-hmm. And he was like, hey, I'm actually going to be there in a week or whatever. And so we got together at that run. And I had never met him before, mm-hmm. but like, we're friends now. See, that's the way to do it, man. <laughs> you get a bunch of folks that love the same thing. Yep. How many chapters nationwide? I have no idea. But, um, around here, we have like, a, there's regions. <clears throat> we're in the southeast region. Locally, like nearby, there's Pensacola, Fort Walton Beach, Panama City, um, Montgomery, oh. Uh, Benning and Columbus have one. We just did the Spartan with them like last month. So it's way better than hash running. Yeah. yeah. I kind of want to join this group. <laughs> I'm just going to call it bash join. running. I'm just listening. But to the reason I keep asking questions about bridging, because there is a, when these guys retire, and I think now maybe it's a little bit better because you have groups like this, like the team RWB. But when we retired, or when Tim retired, he didn't have that. So it is hard to go from having this, you know, instant community in the military to then being in a regular neighborhood where your neighbors don't have to talk to you, yeah. you know? So it was difficult. I mean, for a long time, you didn't really hang out with other people. I mean, you, I mean, you worked and you did your right. thing, but it's not like barbecues every weekend, hail and farewell. It's like, you know, all kinds of stuff that you automatically have to do when you're When you're in the military, you, you've got ready, you've got ready mixed friends. I mean, no matter where you go, you've got that, Everybody's Support going to the community right. around you. Everybody's you, I mean, dealing with the same well, thing, right? You know, you, hey, where's it coming? You know, you just, the first day you show up on, you show up to work. Everything is. You can ask them questions. You can orientation. Here's the gym. Here's the commissary. Here's the stuff. What? And when you move to, I mean, yeah, it's just if, if you're complete not in a community confusion, that's, right? It's not associated with a military base. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff. Nobody likes to feel helpless. Precisely. Well, no, and then, you know, you're used to talking about certain things. So, like, a, a group like this, like, you're retired, you have an instant set of friends, you're doing stuff that you like to do, but then they're also all kind of associated with the military, so you have stuff to talk about in common. So and, it makes it so much easier, I would think. cool. You're making that, you know, you're making that trend. Right. You're, you know, That's make, fantastic. It's awesome. Super excited. So how do people get a hold of you? 
Uh, I'm on Facebook. Katie Erson RWB is my Facebook name. Okay. For obvious reasons. Um, we have a Facebook page, Team RWB Fort Rucker, F-O-R-T, Fort Rucker. And then there's TeamRWB.org where you can find our chapter and my email information and all that stuff. Awesome. All right. Now we're going to get on ready to you. talk about some activism. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we can we cut it two separate podcasts I if we need to. I didn't know anything about A is for activism. So let's start at... Yeah, there you go. Yes. So let's start at what... You said it was a kid's book to start with. Yeah. Is that where we start? It was named is after a kid's book. Where's well, the starting place? It's not based on a kid's I'd book. I'd say that that's not... Like Where's the starting super? place? You guys just take it. I have no idea what we're talking about. The 110 actions for Yeah, so the group actually formed, um, you know, there was a Women's March in January, end of January. Mm-hmm. Is that where my, f- no, I'm not going to start this. I'm <laughs> not going to start all this. Your sandwich maker <laughs> yeah. went. Is that, my dishwasher went. We, we can do this too, all day. I like it, I like it. <laughs> um, so I went to the march well, in D.C. and Katie um, was there with me in spirit. <laughs> there you go. And um, she decided to do like the, whenever you got back from the march, they had 10 actions for 100 days. And the first action was um, forming a huddle with a group of people just so you can talk about things going on in your community and like what you can do to be more involved. Uh And Katie formed the huddle and I was invited to that huddle, thankfully. Um, And then from there, it just kind of like grew. And at first it was just. What's a huddle? Just a group of women getting I mean, do together. you actually get in a huddle? A coven? I'm just we, curious. Could you call it a coven? No, we didn't actually we didn't get in a physically get in huddle. huddle. <laughs> <laughs> we, we were pretty close, but we weren't huddling. Pretty close. Ladies um, on three. Ready? <laughs> <laughs> um, and so we did our first action, which was uh, write a postcard to your senators. We did that. Which obviously made an impact. Oh, yeah. Huge impact. Biggest impact. Not at no, all. No, no. Sarcasm, everybody. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Did you write your texting Jefferson Beauregard Sessions? No. I mean, who knows? Really? I don't think it made an impact. I don't think it ever does. <laughs> I think Governor Bentley was like, hey. Dear Senator. Maybe he wanted hey, to get intern, my cell why don't you phone read number? this while I creep you out from across <laughs> the room? <laughs> what issue did you address to? Who did you write and what and, and what was your issue? Oh, I wrote what was to happening then? Richard Shelby because I think he's a piece of shit. Um, but about Called reproductive rights um, in Alabama because women, when they're pregnant or even of childbearing age in Alabama, are pretty much treated like second-class citizens. Um, there's so many like rules and regulations centered around pregnancy and motherhood like you can't do x y or z when in reality sometimes x y or z is just it's stuff that occurs during pregnancy or natural life yeah Um, and i'm not even just you know talking about like abortion or you know your right to choose Mm -hmm. to abort but like i read a story two days ago actually about a woman who took um a pain reliever oh volume yeah she took volume Mm -hmm. one time while she was pregnant because she was having really bad back pain mm-hmm. which is common in pregnancy and baby came out I guess with a little bit left in his system still so mm-hmm. they asked her a bunch of questions and everything was cool how long you strung out on painkillers girl yeah and they pretty much accused her of being an addict to pills yeah. um, 
And then DHR ended up going to her house and they were trying to take her baby away. She had to like go through an entire lawsuit before well, she could prove that she was a little she overkill, like, I would an think. Addict, you know? Wait, who are we paying to govern or who to police like drug tests and infants? Are like what amount of money are we blowing on this useless <laughs> implementation of the law? Not even the law, just I don't know. Let's not get into that. I'll be on some weird political soapbox. <laughs> That's going to come way out of left field. I'm like, wait, why is he siding with them? <laughs> he pees in the yard. Why does, what is going on? What this, happened to Justin? Who tamed that animal? And what? how do I get a hold of them? Um, uh, what are some of the other actions? Yeah, I feel like this is like okay. 27 movements when you start Or maybe just riding. explain to me. I have no... Like, I am so far removed. Yeah. So at first we started... To the do huddle. these actions. She's also a debutante that can't fend for herself anyway. Who, me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She's helpless. No, she looks like she could shoot a fucking snake in the yard. <laughs> she could. And she will. Rip it in half with her yeah. bare hands. Like, take a bite out of it. Take a big bite out of it. No. No, I would scream and get on my cell phone, burn the house down, drive out of the driveway, <laughs> and be like, Tim, I burned the house down. You'll understand when I explain later. There was a snake in the No, yard. we don't have snake insurance, do we? How's this work? <laughs> I want to hear about the actions. Okay. About the okay, so the actions kind of fell behind around four or five. Like the website wasn't keeping up. So it kind of just turned into us. And then we started inviting like our husbands and other people who were kind of on the fence saying like, well, I don't care about politics. But what was the point of the group? Like what, what were you trying to achieve? Just like to get together, to um, educate each other, to like we all are kind of disgruntled right now. Like we're all let's get real to- mad. <laughs> Yeah, like, real mad. Because I'm the, not. I'm not. I will say it. I'm the first person to say it. I was not pro Hillary. I would not vote for Hillary. But fuck Trump. Okay. So we not were a lot all of good options. Mad. Well, yeah. That's the biggest problem. There was. Uh, that's kind of my. See, issue we wouldn't have been in this boat. Everybody yeah, was I'm not a Trump voter, but there the wasn't 90s. a lot of other good <laughs> options. I mean, Ross just, Perot should have come back out of the woodwork. Oh man, he fixed everything. <laughs> like there was even Republicans that I don't agree with, but would have voted for. Sure. Yeah. Just be so you guys were upset. So we're upset. Ahead, and it was kind of like a therapy session, right? It's easier to get all the therapy. I think think we were like a really hate Trump, a little distraught, and didn't think that he would actually like. And then it get elected, and then he did get elected, and we were like, yeah. That fail safe that I've been right. preaching about. I was, I was certainly no. I mean, there's going to be a ripcord somewhere all, around here. I think it's all a magic trick, and, and they're they're just trying to you know keep us. They're just filtering Flint, Michigan's water exactly. down to here. They're trying to distract it's us. It's all a magic trick, and, and if you if you, if you oh, don't care, God, this is so bad. I was sitting here on the outside of this discussion, going, I don't even know. Like we're all just in a really bad dream. It's, it's no, I, I'm going to be perfect. I'm going to be perfectly honest. Like, let's be perfectly honest. Nobody has wanted to talk politics whatsoever since this election actually started getting a little heated. Oh, that's literally all we do. The, okay, well, I live out here on the other side of the gates of the gold buckle of the Bible Belt, and sure. we do not like. No, that's how you burn bridges. So, you, I mean, you can, like, not be able to bank at your bank anymore. Oh, yeah. Like, that's for real. That's actually one of the topics that we address, like, because, like you said, it's really, it gets really heated really quick nowadays. Oh, yeah. Because. That's a volatile discussion. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, that, I mean, that's my big beef with the whole thing is everybody's either on the far left or the far right, and nobody lives out there. Those are the fringes. Yeah. yeah. Those are just positions. 
You know, nobody lives. That's what no, I'd I like. I think to you're believe. absolutely no, wrong. People absolutely or, live there. No, they don't. No. No, 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 I feel it, like it's it's kind of like, well, I'm Christian and I believe this, and so I'm going to live a Christian life, which means I believe way over here in whatever field. Yeah, it, and they don't actually. It's no, impossible to practice yeah, that. Nobody is polarized like that. I, yeah. I, I totally disagree with you guys. What, well, you, you're no. wrong because you're a woman. <laughs> nice. <laughs> What's up with these actions? No, right. Obviously, we are talking <laughs> to two. Fragile we are masculinity. obviously talking to two women right now. They're very passionate enough that. But they, they don't have live whole, on the extreme. Nobody does. Nobody. Those radical. You know. What do you mean by living on the extreme? Yeah, I wouldn't you, say we're radical. Leftists. No, 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 no. We're not saying you. No, no, we're talking I'm not about. Saying, I'm just talking about you anymore. Yeah. We're yeah. Extreme left or extreme <laughs> right <laughs> positions. You're the, they have to exist, though, because if they didn't exist, they're then only there in wouldn't theory. be It's like absolute zero. Here. I know it's there, what but I ain't trying to feel it. If it wasn't like an, like a radical right, I would still have aunts and uncles. Like, as far as I'm concerned, I don't anymore. Like, that's how far gone some people have gotten in my life, personally. Sure. Really? Wow. See, I, I mean, people do live there. I guess, Tim. yeah, Just but because you, gotta you think don't so. live there doesn't mean that other people aren't so passionate that it's... I mean, people in this election have literally lost friends, family, respect for other people. I know that for myself, I unfollow a lot. I mean, they don't know that they're not my friend anymore, but they're not. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm, on I'm quick to, to snap <laughs> somebody off my head. I mean, to the, are those I mean, real people? I mean, are those people who have real opinions that are well thought out? Or are they just. That's not the first question you asked, though. No, well, they're two just, different things. Well, no. I, I, it's just that I, I think that there's a lot of media. I don't media. think that you can be both. I don't think you can be far right or left and have, like, well thought out opinions. I agree. Yeah. I, no, I yeah. agree Absolutely. to 100%. Anybody who's on those extremes. And does they just not, blindly believe it. No, right. but that's the thing. I. Okay, I'm not from here. I'm not religious, but I. None of us are from here. Lost my mind when I moved here. I was like, this is real. This is real life. This is really how it is here. And. At first, I didn't understand how people could buy into what this administration was saying and has been saying and like being caught lied about. But then I realized it's the same with religion. You either believe all of it or you believe none of it. You can't say I believe all of this except for the part where like they parted the water. No, I don't. That gotta, doesn't make you, sense. You no, you have to believe. Like, oh, good ideas. You have to believe all of it. So that's the same thing with the administration. You either have to believe all the bullshit that they're telling you, or you like you can't believe any of it. And they don't want to accept that reality. I just don't that pay they any were wrong. attention. Like I literally live in the world of my immediate. <laughs> well, and no, I, outside I of that, that like if it's not that. affecting my personal day to day, like. Taxing whatever, free whatever for whomever. Mm. I don't care. Like it doesn't affect me directly. And those are the people who we are trying to reach out to to get to come to our meetings because we have people there who it does affect directly. That sounds like yeah. the clan when it started, though. We got these ideals and we want what to have okay, safety no, in numbers. Answer, enlighten me, educate me. Who? Not your ideals. Give or me, anything like that, give but. me an example of someone that it is actually affecting directly right now. Like the election was only a hundred and let's say ten days ago. Like, who is it actually affecting right now? I'm um, not being smart-ass. I'm, I'm honestly, like, what, can tell me a story. We are li- well, literally... I mean, it's I'm, affecting, like, obviously women, people of color, I'm a woman. Disabled. I don't feel affected. I'm not being a smart-ass. I'm just, no, like... No, I understand. Um, well, see, there's this thing called, like, white feminism. And so white feminism is white women who have enough privilege that they aren't affected by a lot of things politically every day. And so, like, with the women's movement, like the march that happened in January, mm-hmm. 
a big problem that surrounded that was like the idea of white feminism. All these white women came together because then their reproductive rights were being threatened. But that was like an issue because women as a whole have been threatened for like years just by virtue of being women. Um, yeah. And when women of color see it more than white women, so it is easy for like you or me or Katie to say, well, I'm not affected, but it's also because we're white. And so we don't have the same experiences like a black woman might. But that's a black and white issue. I wouldn't say that's a female And what's that got to issue? do with the Trump administration? You because went way off had like it. 80 men writing. <laughs> I feel so no, no, bad it, right now. No, no, no it's you're a, fine. You're absolutely right. It's look at the picture. It's a whole bunch of rich white guys. Well, Trump's like way of thinking just like legitimizes a lot of really outdated yeah, traditional ideas that like yeah, dude, shoot women like should stay culture. home or like men should be the breadwinner, stuff like that. Oh, and I mean, you say, I 100% like, think you say that, they that it doesn't affect you now, but a good example for me, like I'm kidding. I didn't think, you know, I I was affected as a woman until I took my first, like, actual job. And then the guy who took my same job after me had the same amount of experience made triple what I was able to make. See, I don't agree with that. So I had 100% been in the same shoes and was the reason that I left a job at one time. I was asking for a, a raise. I was making... I was making $25,000 a year to be a morning show radio DJ, and I had asked for a raise for $1,000 a month. They hired an afternoon male jock who only worked, was only, in his contract, he was only working three hours a day, period. And his, his last was hour, a percentage of what you were doing. Right. His last hour was voice track. So he was really in and out. He worked three to like. It was making. He made 10,000 more dollars than me. And I was there from 530 in the morning till three in the afternoon. So like. It's and ran. It was, yeah, oh, it's a nightmare. It was infuriating. And when you go to your general manager and you're like, please explain to me, please. I would love to hear the words that you're going to use to explain to me why it is that, that he's getting works. paid $10,000 and he's working literally seven hours less than me. I would, please, I'm going to sit here and you please come up with some verbiage that is at least entertaining to me as to why. And couldn't do it. And his was, oh, well, we had a budget. This is the only answer they had was it was in that particular station's budget and it wasn't in our budget. Which but it's is owned a, by the same corporation. Owned by the same corporation. So it was a bunch of BS. Yeah. Or that so you're like 100% been there. Or that it's, you're yeah. a stupid woman and you don't deserve to get paid much. So, like maybe, so maybe this administration doesn't directly say anything about that, but they're also not trying to fix it. Yeah, and I mean, they passed. I just don't. Go ahead. Well, that's when you start go, no, go encroaching ahead. on they individual like businesses' rights. They like to entertain a lot of legislation, like I was talking about earlier, especially with reproductive rights that limit like what women can choose to do with their bodies as if women aren't capable enough to make decisions about their reproductive health, their mental health, what they want to be on as far as medicine goes. You know, it's, it's oh, stuff like that. So it's not so like, far. you know, Donald Trump has come out and said, I grab him by the pussy, except he has. It's just like, <laughs> you know, it's except like that one time. Sometimes you gotta give their attention, man. You gotta, you gotta look at like the things that they're like. That's so terrible. That they're supporting, um, the comments that they're not redacting. 
um, that kind of toe the line of like, did he just say that or what did that actually it mean? Is, it you is. Know? But what do you expect, honestly, when the country elects someone who is really a really reality TV star? I mean, um, in, uh, in, he was in. Home I mean, Alone the truth too, is, Boston it's not. It's not one set of people's thing. Most of the country voted for a reality TV star. That's and, what they did, and that's where we are. Because they recognize that name. They're like, oh, that dude's always been a good time. Let's write that in. I yep. think a lot of people, even when they voted for him, I don't think a lot of people really thought it was going to happen. So I think most people thought, well, it this is a fucking by accident. Joke, so. Right. See, I, I don't know. Because I own a business, I was more attracted to the, hey, this dude's a business owner and he's not going to blow it for himself. But he's like and been he's, bankrupt four times and but most businesses yeah, but are not yeah. a thousand lawsuits against him right now. Yeah, anybody but that tries anything doesn't... That, I mean, that's most for, giant conglomerations are. That's Yeah, GM got uh, bankrupt and bailed out and both the Republican and the Democratic parties are grossly remiss in putting such horrible both oh, absolutely. Of them were horrible candidates. Absolutely. I mean, is there any argument there? No. I mean, there Sorry. was No, no, there okay. were there were no good options. I thought I Bernie could have been cool. I think uh, Ben Carson could have been. Katie rad. and I were both Bernie supporters. I slam. I'm I'm the Bernie or bust, and I don't care if that lost the election. Bernie or bust, and like he's still trying. Like he's he had still, great ideas. Yeah. He had. People hear words like socialism and feminism, and they think they're they're or atheists. And they think they're like dirty words and get scared. Dude, I, who but if like, it's not going on within the walls of your house, who gives a shit? That's uh, the biggest thing. Like, how many people voted for Trump? Because that many people will give a shit. I don't know. I would have voted for that dude had I voted. My plan is pull the ripcord and leave the country if things go tits up. That's me. <laughs> that's not even a joke. I've got to know. But see, even that's like privilege because a lot of people don't even have that opportunity. Like they have to stay here and deal with it. You got to pick your priorities. You prioritize to if shit goes terrible, you're out of here, or you're going to stay here and deal with it. I think people prioritize. I I think this is a pretty tough. I'm trying to be kind of the middleman, but I find myself having been in radio. No, and I'll tell you why. I like Trump. Because he was a businessman, and I own my own business, and, he and didn't, so I he know didn't what lie. it's like to own your own business, uh, provide jobs for the community, you know, be involved in the community, do charitable events for the community, be a female-owned business, um, provide jobs for other women. Like I get it, so I hundred percent get it, and I understand what it's like to be completely raped by your taxes. Like can't Ooh, make Lord, enough money. Law tell it to you know you can't. I'm, I'm getting taxed coming and going. I'm right now. I'm getting taxed on money I'm maybe made because my accountant made a mistake two years ago. So I'm paying off that tax expense while also being super taxed right now. So I'm paying literally close to, on just my paycheck, $1,500 in taxes a month. It's ridiculous. So yeah, when someone comes in and they're like, I've got business sense, thank God, because a lot of people in government have no business sense. How can you have a multi-trillion dollar deficit because it's it's a business that you've been running into the Cause, ground. Because China's waiting to buy because buy war. U.S. for nothing. Well, no, because war what, is, you say war is usually war. a money making business. Usually, yeah, that's good jobs. for you, the economy. War, I mean, it's horrible. It's, but, so, no, it's, but, it's but good it's all the way around. To, if you've never owned your own business or you don't have a business background, business is cutthroat. Business is not emotional. Business is not feeling. Business is business. Business is numbers, and 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 that's the end of it. Like you have to make business decisions, and then you make personal. decisions 
decisions and the two do not go together so for me he was kind of a just a, a breath of fresh air because it was just numbers it was like this is what we're gonna do this is not what we're gonna do is it right no I mean do I support somebody who says things like grab them by the pussy absolutely not but do I also think that our country is getting ridiculously sensitive about everything yes I do because I was in radio I've been in radio for 15 years I've been there when you were allowed to say certain words on radio and now you can't say any of that stuff like you have to you have to tiptoe you know you've you've thrown out a couple of things just tonight that I'm like what I've never even like white female what is it white feminism yeah like I that's new to me but I mean, well, I see, get, that's the I, point I, I of having it. like guests like me and Katie. You know, no, absolutely, like you no, absolutely. I'm not saying that it should all be one way because that's what makes our country. That's how our country goes. It just steamrolls one direction. And see, like and this is like, the point of our group. Like we want got some to old bring white guy driving the steamroller. So we don't seem like some leftist cult, you know, group of people who just like say fuck Trump and that's it I mean like you gave a good example as to why you voted for Donald Trump because you're more business oriented right that's your experience that's my experience that's not your experience you've mentioned a lot of health experience like female choices that's not really my you know even like someone who let's give the example of like I don't know a black family making less than $20,000 a year like that's what they live off of so they're not going to vote for Donald Trump because he's a good businessman because they don't make that much money. They don't live off of that much money. They're looking at, you know, the things that he says that legitimizes, you know, white people attacking black people as a whole and they're going to vote based on that and like seeing that racial tension, which is kind but of But isn't weird. what you're saying right now, if I was totally going to play devil's advocate, isn't what you're saying right now kind of racist? What? Because you're summing up what a family, that black family under $20,000 would make their political decision at. You don't actually know that. I don't think it's racist. I just think it's... It could it's, be a white family. Yeah, it I guess matter. you could say it's like a generalization, but I'm not... I don't think it's racist. I mean, I only say it's racist because you're using a black-white issue. I'm just playing Yeah, it doesn't matter. They can, like, be, gonna, they can be gray. That's, that's fine, but I like, guess that's my point. speaking, so that's where I'm coming from. There's a lot of active duty military, black or white, that make way below the poverty oh, line, which is disgusting. Yeah, no, that's terrible. I mean, so, I mean, I, I get that too, but I, I guess what I don't understand is what has happened, like I said, what has happened in the last 110 days that has actually affected anybody right now? Or are we just all in this state of pissed offness? That we have to like find a side, and then we're complaining about it. But in our complaints, what are we? What are we accomplishing? What are we doing? Even let's say me way over on this side, and you way over on this side. Like, what are we accomplishing? Really, what we need to be doing is having conversations. Like the team RWB, that's building a community. Affecting the five people around you, that's building a community. I don't think berating somebody over well actually with AOS for activists we don't just um, you know come together and complain every two weeks we actually have service projects so no, we I'm do asking a lot you, like, of what like, do you, like what do you do well we're actually working on like a build um, a come as you go pantry you know how like Dothan has like a tent city yeah mm-hmm. Enterprise kind of has like the same thing it's behind the um, where the old drive-in is next to Walmart mm-hmm. uh-huh. so we're working on building like 
a pantry to put non-perishable items, clothing, stuff like that, so the homeless people back there can have what they like need. Like anybody can donate and That's they rad. can take what they want. That's so awesome. like we started out talking about actions and it was like writing your senators and this and mm-hmm. that and we still do that which yeah. but it's not so much writing but even anymore. in your conversation you've said but we really t- okay so like it. last week we got together and we're like what happened this week and we're like just like let's just break it down like what happened this week and um last week it was the bill that Alabama passed through um saying that LGBT couples couldn't could privately adopt privately from adopt. private agencies that's so um, silly we talked about what? like we talked about things that actually happened and then things that we're going to do for our community because we're not going to change the world we're not we've talked about how to address people that don't agree with us you guys yeah. like we've talked about we've had people come and talk to us on like how to find common ground because like, like you how- said i mean we've talked about it. it's hard to talk about and oh, we yeah. want to talk about like calling mm-hmm. in and not calling out so sure we're not losing family members and you know people aren't burning bridges yeah you no, have I engaging totally, conversations i can totally get behind uh, i guess it's that old adage like don't come with me don't come to me with a complaint come to me with a solution you can bring your complaint too, but then also bring your solution with you. So I'm all down for bitching about whatever. But then what? Well, what, tell, what she can show we, is. <laughs> but what can we actually? What can we actually do to affect our community and change it well, and saying. make I mean, it better? Those that's are all good things. Yeah, I mean, which yeah. I think is great. I love the pantry and I love that you guys are coming together and bitching. There's nothing. But then, but I, the other side that I wanted to hear too that I like is that you let her finish. Yeah, shut We're up, also Tim. working on um, <laughs> like a meals on Tim wheels. Tim is a white type supremacist. Program. What is he? White feminist. Judging He's by his keeping haircut, me down is the point. <laughs> Judging by that shaved head, <laughs> he's definitely a podcast Nazi. Look at him marching out of here. Answering this phone. And we're actually working on like a Meals for Wheels type program because Meals for Wheels was actually meals. cut. Or meals on Wheels, sorry, was actually cut, and that's an issue that affects seniors. Yeah, um, that's. Some of that stuff I cannot get behind. No, yeah, like, lot, I mean, cutting for some like after school programs. I there's been a lot of cuts to the arts, to programs that help disabled children. I mean, my sister has autism, so like that directly affects my sister, which affects me because it affects my parents. Yeah. Um, it affects how my sister is able to learn in a publicly funded school. Mm-hmm. My grandma has used Meals on Wheels before. Mm-hmm. That affects her. Um, so we. That, the Meals on Wheels thing is something that we've just introduced. We're um, trying to get through with Dothan and Enterprise City Halls to see like what the regulations are as far as like serving meals to people around here. Um, if you don't own like a commercial kitchen, but that's like our next development. I mean, oh. don't get me wrong, we totally get together and bitch, but we're not Ooh. just like not I want to buy productive. a commercial kitchen. Mm-hmm. And like I see your point as far as um, you know, don't come to me with a complaint, come to me with a solution because that's like what we want to do too. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a precarious place. Like it's a it's a hard thing to come together over a common cause and not have it divide people that aren't involved in that yeah so it can drive a wedge and you obviously that's not your plan that's not the reason you form anything to say well we believe this and you guys are all or i can't even say that (laughs) you can't say that that that's like one of the words you absolutely cannot say you you guys are wrong for i mean people can be wrong and people can be right but the only way that you're going to change anything ever for the better is if you get people behind positive change 
Um, negative stuff's always going to be there because it has to be negative has to be there so positive can exist. So to have stuff that's proactive like the pantry project or whatever it is coming together and saying we're going to bitch about this but we're going to do everybody else a favor and do it over here. Like if I had problems with anything and I had the same problems that the same that 15 other people had, I would say, "All right, y'all want to get together and talk shit about this one person? We're going to do that." And <laughs> that dude was talking shit on his podcast. <laughs> He's heard it. But like being able to have have that safe place where you recognize each other and know each other to be able to let that out. Yeah. It's a super positive thing and it can add so many different dimensions of growth for that group. Um, but being the nature of it, it's a very precarious position to you've got to do it and be able to market it and spin it the way that is constantly positive and never negative because then everybody's going to be like this is a little white lady clan over here that only wants to abort babies and eat Volume until they get birth. 100% what we are, though. <laughs> I mean, I feel like there's a place for that. They're the there's witches that our grandfathers right didn't kill. I'm not, not going to say <laughs> right? any names, but there's people in our group who, when they're not in our group, they're surrounded by people who think that the earth is flat. It's so, not? No, I'm just kidding. I know I joke so like when that's what you're that around still happening? Day. Didn't Christopher Columbus fix this? No, he What's fell off. Mean? No, you, no, you don't your point is. My no, point I is, sometimes when you're around people who think a certain way, it's nice to be able to go somewhere where people think like you. Sure. And liberals in the South. That's pretty tough. That's why I don't drink. That's, that's, really, that's, really I mean, that's why I don't. Gig. That's why I don't drink in public often. Is because it turns that into is like such I'm a lie. You're a hundred percent lying right now. <laughs> no, you drink in public all okay, the time. But I don't get drunk in public. That is also a lie. It's not. <laughs> it is one hundred percent a lie. Have you ever seen me drunk? Yes. Twice. <laughs> Wait, no? you about fell in a pool of an engagement party? Am I? At whose engagement party? That's mine. That's right. But I was busy hosting. And- <laughs> Kissing babies and shaking hands. What was the present that we were supposed to bring to this party? Uh, The cover was a bottle of liquor. Yes. (laughs) Thank you. Per honor, I rest my case. Per honorary. Yes. Yeah, let's talk about the party. It was amazing. (laughs) Um, But yeah, the the best way to change the world, and I've said this a million times, is don't raise your kids to be dicks. Like That's it. Like If you want to change the world for the better, for you, for your kids, for their grandkids... Don't raise little Nazi assholes. That's I mean, it. Just I, I mean, everybody sadly, has their own space. And I could be a hundred percent wrong. I just think that I'm I'm just jaded and older at this point. I don't think that you're going to change government. Not you I, per I se. Think, yeah. I just no. Don't. No. I think that. I think that. I mean, I'm only although the I do believe that. To be fair, though, like stuff, you know, talking to your locally elected officials makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Sixty or seventy years ago, black people didn't think they'd ever like. See segregated That's true. schools. Right. That is 100% However, true. people in America. I think yeah. that if, you know, if being You're right. Women's voting. And sending a lot You're of right. energy, being pissed at, oh, yeah, that's, the, you know, the the highest level problem. That's like walking the, up to a dude in the parking lot swinging, and then that what, dude just wants to swing well, harder. The point is, is that if you're gonna, if you're gonna make a, like, all you can affect is that circle of people around, around you. You gotta, you know, spread the love, be a good person, you know, you got a cannonball into that pool and start that wave, my man. <laughs> right, but that's it. You got to do it. Send you know, waves flying. You got to do it locally. You got to do it in your. You know, the microcosm mimics the macrocosm, and absolutely, you, you spread the love on those around, and that's how you change the world. Yeah, I mean, by just 
you know, I, I don't like any of them. It's I don't like doing any of it. I think I think Megan made a great point. Yes, Martin Luther King was just one person created a huge movement. So Who? I'm absolutely wrong in that statement. I just am of the belief, like Tim said, and maybe because we live in the same house, I just... She's mandated I to believe like what he I feel like I would be wasting my time if I was trying to write letters and go up against government. Oh, I, I definitely feel like I'm wasting my time. Yeah. You gotta but, think, though. It's but, a good release. But I'm 100% down. I'm 100% down and have done tons of things with local community and charity and your your community. And, you know, I'm 100% down on creating a better community and thus that hopefully being what, what a better place to live. I just think it's a waste of time, but... Oh, I definitely think it's a waste of time, but I'm going to do it anyway. I feel like... <laughs> there's, like there's like a bot program where you can text and you can text what you want it to say and it'll write this whole like letter and just fax it to your senators. What? And they just so, said it like wow. repeatedly over and over yeah. and over again you can say what You can say whatever you want and you Does can write as many as you translate want. Translate emojis? Can I just send the eggplant emoji all the time? <laughs> I don't know if it translates. Katie, can you? No, I'm kidding. I don't know. I didn't try. <laughs> I, was to sound, I was trying to sound really elegant, so I copied and pasted so off emojis the internet. Off the table. And then I wrote what Meg wrote, like word for word. I copied and pasted what Meg wrote. I was like, I sound cool. Smart. I sound so smart. That's a good balance. No, I'm but smart. I think... I mean, but you're right. You have to you have to do with your local representatives. You've got. You know, I mean, there's a gripes go up. Yeah, and you know there. You have to talk about things like term limits, campaign funding. Those are the things that are going to. And that everything's I mean, temporary. Or if you're that passionate, run for office. If you yeah, have a true. voice, I have a pretty shady history. So what? So does Donald Trump? <laughs> yeah, the universe, yeah, yeah. Re, I mean, who I are we think, talking I about think here? Shady history. I think, like, yeah. that's the thing. We can do anything now. Yeah. I feel like yeah, down we're here, the point though, of like, having a shady history. People aren't going to vote for you if they think you at all identify as like a Democrat. And I think, like, we don't uh, even identify as Democrats. That's or what anything. Donald did. We're not. <laughs> Like, we don't really, I guess we don't like to use labels that much. And so, like, that's another huge issue in this area. It boxes people in. Yeah, like, people are either Republican or they're not. And then if you're not Republican, they assume you're a Democrat. Well, and the problem is is that people, it's like, they think it's like a football team. Or a dirty hippie. So, you know, Republicans have lots of bad ideas. And so do Democrats. And that, that, you know, just having a two-party system, that's part of the problem. Mm -hmm. I just really don't understand how it is that is nationally televised to have a debate of the election. I mean, (laughs) but you have this whole party that's not invited to, to the debate. Right. I mean... Well, let's be honest. There's, there's lots of parties that, that don't get invited to the debate. I know anything about anything about the middle party. I can't say anything about it. I have no education on it. But how can you have a you know national election and one of the parties Obviously, isn't invited? Obviously, everybody's not represented up on that stage. Right. Yeah. That's not the, the point is that they represent the people that they're supposed to, that they're paid by. And it's not about us. It's never been about us. It's about money and power. Exactly. And see, that's why we need Ken Bone to run in a few years. A dude in a red sweater. That's that's some of the issues. Like, I mean, we're about to like totally deregulate Wall Street, which was like a huge deal, you know, ten years ago. Whenever all these banks were bailed out, and we used a lot of money to do that. I mean, like that's a huge issue. And I think that's one thing that like we don't talk about enough. Well, China used a bunch of money to fix that. We we just let them do it. No, I mean, two thousand eight was a bad year. Oh yeah. 
2008 was a criminal year. Basically, all of the real estate companies and the banks like have been walked away, and we financed the whole thing. Yeah, yeah we and held they just the got back that slap for on the wrist. Not only did we hold it back for them, but we held it back for all the right. automakers it's, in the country right. too. Yeah. It's a bunch, and all of the you know like oil drilling with. in Brazil. Right. It's a bunch we of paid, it's a bunch of rich white guys who are trying to further their richness. Yeah, and like rich white guys don't <laughs> so represent you play the me game or like a, any of my friends. Yeah, but here's my the thing: I don't think members. you're ever gonna get to that inner that deep 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 you don't want to talk a conspiracy theory circle like, you're not oh my god you guys watch true detective, true detective season two season yes <laughs> yeah. right that'll work oh, all right. okay all right. are you we're back. to save the princess we're, we're back on and that was the government yeah. trying to keep a brother down get that baby out of here we were, we, we, we were they sent it as henchmen now he's in <laughs> we were getting Charlene's real. lap what is that thing right there Donald right. Trump and that's Jefferson Beauregard Sessions. <laughs> like, how is that real life? <laughs> oh my, that's not. Don't start on. Don't, don't so start actually, on Jeffrey where, Beauregard. Where are you from? <laughs> I'm from Oregon. Okay, Meg, where are you from? Does that answer I'm from the Enterprise? No. Oh, you bent. Okay. Yeah. See, do you watch Portlandia? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Exactly the way you left you it. You like Portlandia? Uh, you party so in Burnside. I'm not time. from Portland, but it's pretty accurate. Yeah. Like See, I have, I have a, I have a Birdie Sanders sticker on my car. Like, put a bird on it. That's yeah, Oregon. Put a bird on it. So Charlene <laughs> is from Maine. Tim, where are you from originally? I'm from all over Minnesota. Minnesota. Yeah. So none of us are. I'm from New York. So like, none of us are actually. How did we all get here? Southern born and bred, Just except kidding, for I'm this from one. <laughs> are you really? Yeah. Are you even a part of the military? Well, my parents oh my were military. I'm not in the military, but my parents and like pretty much everyone in my family is military. So, how did you guys end up being friends? How did we? Um, there used friends? to be some like wiregrass mom <coughs> groups. And I think we got mixed up in those. Okay, like cool. state, like um, play groups. It's actually called the group. Well, that was, that's now. Were you in the oh, old yeah. one? No, I wasn't in Wiregrass Conscious Cloth and Carry or whatever. No. Cloth and Carry? Is that cloth diapers? Yeah. yeah. Man, I gotta hang this up. That's episode oh, 56. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> a, a real issue right there, girl. Cloth diapers now. <laughs> Those groups became My uh, very cult so wide. I can't. Dude. So. Oh. Tim, hit the button. It's all cloth, Say goodbye, cloth diapers and public breastfeeding. <laughs> <laughs> We're going off right now. Um, it's, it's actually time for me to feed him. Megan, right now. how do you? How does? How do people get in, in touch with Ace Ragnus? I'm going to feed him right now during um, the show. You can message me on Facebook. My are name we still is rolling, Meg or did you turn off? No, we're on. Oh, we are. I took my headphones and was playing Mario Brothers. Sorry. That's why we can't have nice things. Everybody's trying to play video games. How she can, we can get. In, we can find. I Ace tuned out at breastfeeding. Go ahead. What? <laughs> you and me both. <laughs> He's three. It's fine. <laughs> when What's he up can with that one milk with his <laughs> Yeah, cookies? when you're standing up. Let her, let, let, let her finish. Ooh, yeah, let her finish. Her. We, I'm about to slam my hand through this table in a second talking about breastfeeding. All right, let's. Yeah, you can uh, find me on Facebook, um, and I'll add you to the secret group. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What's the secret group? Antlersontweens.com. Oh, okay. That's where you get those pink hats. Uh-oh. No, we don't have pink hats. No. We Is just have like actual vaginas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too racy for me. Hang it up. What? Episode 56. Holla at me.
If you're interested in having your story featured on the local podcast, hit us up at wiregrasslocal at gmail.com or give us a shout on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at the local podcast.